Out There in Podcast land, this is Severin Henderson back again for another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Douglas Aller of New Concept Benefit Group. But before we get to that, I have to mention a buddy of mine. I got a sponsor. Yay, sponsor. I need to have the clap added in the um the, the ovation so no that's okay the guest is asking can I, can I do the clap for you we're gonna add it later so it's, it's all good but I do have to mention my buddy um Jake's window washing and gutter cleaning LLC um Jake's number for to get in contact with him is 216-702-4061 and he has a website it's or not no he doesn't have a website he has a email account i'm sorry it's jakes window washing llc at gmail.com and you can get in contact with him and you can tell him that you heard about it on the department 3c presents a podcast um this he works in the chicagoland area so if you're listening to this somewhere else hopefully in the world you can't just call him and say hey can you come here and then on top of that he has a 216 number but he's working in chicago so that's kind of interesting too but he's in the chicago land area jake's window washing and gutter cleaning llc again the number is 216-702-4061 and he does windows gutters he does an excellent job he's been at this for a while he bought some new equipment just so he could get up and not fall so you don't have to worry about any of those issues <laughs> when he's cleaning your gutters and your windows and like I said he's a really good friend of mine we both moved here to the Chicago area from Ohio and we've been buddies we even knew each other before we first um, moved here and we just got very fortunate to be in the same academy class together so one day I'm going to have him come on and we're going to tell stories about being from out of town and coming to the great city of Chicago. But until then, please look him up for his gutter and window washing company. So, again, I mentioned we were speaking with Douglas Aller today or Doug Aller of New Concept Benefit Group. And we're going to talk about everything financial. We're going to talk about how to start um, your financial career within the service of a public safety employee, how to, what to do in the middle of your career, what to do towards the end of your career, everything you can think of. So I was telling Doug, I'm a pretty curious person and I like to ask questions because I don't know much. So that's the role I'm going to play here. I'm just going to ask any question I can think of. I'm going to write them all down and we're going to get them all out. So that's how the format of this episode is going to go. Doug, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Severin? I'm outstanding. I'm very happy that I was able to catch you and wrangle you down. Like I was telling my other guests, trying to get these podcast guests and wrangle them is like being a rodeo, going to a rodeo show or something. It's like I got to throw the rope around you, tie you up four times, get you on your back, and get your, get your hands and legs together. It's, 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 it's a trip. But I'm glad I was able to, to catch you. So let's talk finances. Okay. Um, my first question. So tell me what the New Concept Benefit Group does exactly. Well, we've been, we've been doing this since uh, – with Local 2 or Chicago Fire Department people since 1990, uh, 1997, we started doing it. Okay. Um, and we are a, you know, walk-in-the-door uh, investment insurance, tax planning, wills, trusts, 
um, you know, accounting firm. And we play in a, a, a real small sandbox. It's first responders, you know, sworn, prim- primarily sworn first responders. I think all first responders in Illinois are sworn. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some, uh, we do a little bit of work. Judges in Illinois are sworn. So we do some accounting work uh, for some of the judges, um, all of them on this side of the uh, bars of justice at this point anyway. <laughs> um, right, we are in Illinois. So. Yeah, that's right. So... Um, so that's what we do, you know, in, in, in a nut, in a nutshell is we're, we're a planning firm. That's we, you come in, you have goals, whether you're young, old or whatever. And, um, that's what we do. We have about 450 Chicago firefighters clients, about 85 retirees. Okay. So kind of run, run the gamut. So that's my initial question. Uh, how does one get in contact how would I start so I just started on the job um I just came on say I just passed my year candidacy what would be some of the options or what would I need to do to set up my finances for the at least five years well I think that's a that's a realistic time frame you know and and, um excuse me I I think one of the things that we run into is when people are in the academy and and we've been one of the firms that have been gone through the academy Mm -hmm. and it you know to borrow the term from the fire uh from the fire service but you're really drinking out of a fire hose down there yeah right yeah and and it is a parade a cavalcade of different (laughs) vendors going through there yes yes it is and, and we're one of them I'm not passing judgment on anybody but, um, it, it, and so you, you wind up, you, you know, you start some things and that's good. I mean, you should probably, you should definitely get in deferred comp. That's a good starting point. Deferred comp. They're, okay. def- they're down there. Put, t- you know, put the, put the, put the value of, of time on your side. Okay. Um, and so that's a, that's a starting point. And he- here's why deferred comp is a good idea. It's a pre-tax program. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's through Nationwide. Nationwide's a very, you know, Nationwide's a very good company. Um, you got a lot of choices in deferred comp. It is pre-tax. So if you're making $50,000 a year and you put $3,000 a year into deferred comp, your taxable income goes to 47000 Okay. And I'm oversimplifying that, but no. that, that's basically what it does. Yeah, I just want to, yep, yeah, give it to me however it comes. So that's a starting point. Um, there are, when you're down there, there's multiple options for buying life insurance. Uh, it's a group term policy. Plan. There's also a permanent policy. It's with Metropolitan. Um, I those those plans are fine. Uh-huh. I think they're better for if you're a healthy person. I don't know that that's the best route to go. Okay. And the reason I say that is you're putting a pool with everybody. It's a group. It's a group plan. Mm-hmm. There's some modified underwriting in that where they have to take, uh, you know, that they they they're forced to take people that they probably wouldn't take from a health standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were buying it individually, okay. So to put that in uh, to put that in perspective, let's say you're you have auto insurance, and you are in a pool with 19 year old drivers that all have three speeding tickets on their record. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. If you're you really want to be in the pool with 50 year old drivers with no speeding ticket. Correct. And so that, that being said, um, you have this situation where on the group side, if you're healthy, it's not a good deal. If you're unhealthy, it's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one of the other plans that's available through the city. Okay. 
Um, the, um, you know, and, and just, just the idea of getting started is the key to it. Right. right? Well, that's, that's what I want to know. Like how, how, cause like you said, down at the Academy, you have all kind of people that come through and see you. They, they come through to ask you for donations for this cause. Um, how about you throw a little bit to me for this cause? And when you're in the academy, you have the money. You have a treasurer that kind of takes care of everything. So you have the resources available. But once you get out of that academy setting, even though you're signing up for a lot of stuff while you're in there, just what what, what else would I look to buy? So, so far I have deferred comp. We talked about a little bit about MetLife and right. how those go. I mean, there's uh, there's an accident plan through PFI, PFIA, Professional Firemen's Insurance Association. That's okay. uh, Shanahan. I think that product's a, that from a product standpoint i think that product makes a lot of sense uh-huh um i i, I don't know the ca- you know i don't know who else they had had how long ago were you down there i was down there 11 years ago and i was just down there as an instructor not too long ago so i got to see some of the different companies that came through so you're a tier you so you're a tier one i am okay. i am tier one All right, okay um and, and you know the the whole idea is to get started. The problem is, I won't say it's a problem, but those are financial products that you buy down there. Those really aren't financial strategies. Okay, so tell me about strategies. What what are the strategies that that someone should get into? Well, that's the, and and I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like we 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 sing kumbaya at our office the first day you come in. <laughs> right. But I, I I want you to understand that it's important what you think. What, what what's important to you? And, and and so you know you tell us what's important. You don't have to. T- and when we're one on one. Uh huh. We're not on a recorded podcast, right? Right. right? It's a little okay. different. Yeah, yeah, a little different because say, people hey. have different goals and exactly. things they want to set up. Some people want to go all the way off the grid. Other people want to stay in the city for the rest of their life. So I understand it's not just cookie cutter. What should I do here? Do this. Yeah, and, and that's what what it comes down to, and that's where the financial plan that we put together. You know, it's a. I mean, the thing's eighty pages long. If you want it to be eighty pages, right? I mean. There's five pages that mean anything, but there's 80 <laughs> pages of stuff that you can look at. And it, and it looks at everything. It takes, you know, it's, it's certainly not a crystal ball. Right. But it gives you an idea, okay, for the next five years, this is what we're going to work on. Okay. And I think what happens is you get too, you get too overwhelmed because there's so much going on. Like a lot, of, a lot of people that are in the academy, this might be their first real good paying job. Yes, that, okay? is, that is the case for a lot of people. Right. Um, especially different ages. I came on, I was 28, and then it was crazy. Well, not crazy, but we had other, uh, ah, excuse me, other people that were in the academy, they were just, like, turning 21. So they had, like, j- just now starting to put together a financial plan, which is awesome for them. I mean, it's, it's, it's great either way it goes, but different people are at different stages in their lives when they come in. Some already had some money saved. Other people, this is – First time I opened up a bank account was coming to the academy, and first time me having to get a driver's license was starting the academy for some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's interesting because, you know, some, like, we'll, we'll have people at the academy that are maybe coming out of the trades, right? Yeah. And, and they might be taking a pay cut. Yes, that happens right? as well. Right, yes. so they're gonna, they might take a, a, a $15,000, $20,000 pay cut. Yep. They're going to make that up over their lifetime. Uh, hopefully, but yes. um, they're going to take a pay cut. So they, they have some, you know, they, they have some changes in their life that they're going through. And, and, you know, if I could say that one thing that makes a difference is get a written budget. 
Okay. And, and realize, and, and not just like, oh, I got it in my head. Because the problem is, is if you don't have it written out and you have, you know, you don't know if you have a dragon or not. And you can't slay a dragon if you can't see it. Right. And so the, the budget is a starting point, right? Okay. This is how much is coming in. This is how much is going out. And, and, you know, the caution that I would also say for young fire and firefighters and paramedics is don't get stretched out on a car. Okay. That's, the, that's like, I've been doing this a long time. Now, this is what I'm looking for. Get a written budget. Don't get stressed out on a car. Don't, Come don't on. Don't get stressed out on a car. <laughs> if your car doesn't have three rust holes, you probably have too expensive of a car. <laughs> okay. No, I don't mean it like that. But, I mean, I, I don't think you – what we run into is – I'm going through this with a young firefighter right now. Um, he, new job, came on, went, went past his probationary period, um, and, and goes out and buys a, a Ford Raptor truck. Okay. The payment is six forty-five. Oh, okay? yeah. So that's a big number, and that's a really big number with his wife who's not working right now because of COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the, those those things that always seem like they're going to happen to somebody else. Happen some, to you. They happen to you. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, you know, again, live within your means. Great book um, called The Millionaire Next Door. Uh, yeah. Written years ago. There, it's, it's along the lines of, like, the book that was written before that called The Millionaire Barber. And, and we quote that when we're at the Academy, we quote that book um, because it's, it's an interesting book. Um, it's written by... I believe it was two researchers. I think the one guy's name is Stanley, and I think the other guy may have died. It looks fairly old. Okay. And they go out and look at people that make themselves millionaires and how they do it on their own, right? So it's not people that are, you know, that are part of the Lucky Inheritance Club. It's not people that um, are making it playing sports. It's, it, their research was about people that make their living basically with their hands. Mm-hmm. and how they become millionaires. And so it's an interesting book from that perspective. The The biggest takeaway from that is that you need to live below your means. Right. And get a savings account or an account established so that when we call it the, we call it the send lawyers, guns, and money account. Yes. That's, because that's what we need. <laughs> you need you're going to get that phone call, right, from a relative that goes, hey, listen, I got this problem. Or, uh, you know, the, your car breaks down or your roof, or something happens to your roof or something that pops up, you have to have a place to be able to touch cash. Okay. Now, speaking of that and speaking of having cash tucked away, I know um, one of my financial mentors, um, my uncle, he always said, Seven, you got to have six months, six months, six months, and, and that's how much. Is that what the suggestion still is, or has it changed a little bit? Well, I mean, in a perfect world, you have three years, right? Okay. But, Ooh. Well, <laughs> the, the, you know, I, I can't tell you the number of people that don't have it, but I, I will say, and, and one of the things about at the academy is you get the opportunity. I think they give you an opportunity to join the credit union, right? They do. Okay. So I think that's a good idea, credit union savings rates. And savings rates right now are just absolutely terrible, mm-hmm. short-term rates are. Um, but one of the things about the credit union is is that it is payroll deducted out of your paycheck, goes to a, you know someplace. Right. And, and let's say you have a, a bank that's, let's say you're dealing with Citicorp or whatever bank. Mm-hmm. That's your day-to-day bank, right? That's where you're going to have your debit card, you're going to have your credit card. If you, you, You've got an ATM card if you need access to your money, you can do that with your phone. Right. One of the benefits of the credit union is that it's like this, 
you know, it's not secret, but it's an account that you squirrel away. Yes. Right? It, it's like the proverbial Christmas club account. Mm-hmm. And, and because it's payroll deducted, it comes out of your paycheck and you don't see it. You don't even see it. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's the save it before you can spend it. Yeah. And, and it takes effort to get to it. Um, well, the people of the credit union, I hope they don't hear this, but yes, it does take some effort no, no, to get that's to a it. Good and thing. that's a plus. Yeah, that's a good I'm not saying it Quite as a frankly, negative thing. I hope they do hear this because <laughs> thank you for you, making that effort for me to get my money. <laughs> well, if, if it was available, it'd be gone. Exactly. Because <laughs> right. sometimes I see something, I want to say, ooh, I see it, I like it, I want to buy it. Oh, I got to think about it. And there then we go. That drive to the credit union, or even that call to the credit union, and they kind of have that um, tone in their voice like, <laughs> Are you sure you want to take out all this money? Like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> they go, what do you want it for? Exactly. What do yeah. you want it for? But exactly. it's my money. Yeah. No, that's it. That, but yeah, I'll kid you. One of my mentors on this job, or, or on your job, was a, a guy named Tom Luzak, and he was a president of the credit union for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he was also on your also on the pension fund, and so he and I saw eye to eye on some things. We did not see eye to eye on investing for a long time. Okay, but um, uh, we became good friends, and he was like a father to me. And he was on the credit union board, and we talked about, you know, I, I go, you guys don't have real good access, and and he would say, well, that's sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah, that's you know, part so, of the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like putting the paper bag in the backyard. You know, you can go out there and dig that thing up awful easy. There you go. Uh, so I have. Two questions um, now, because we talked a little bit about tier one and tier two, so I definitely want to get to that. Another question: You said you and the you and the other guy you didn't get along with investing. So, can you give me two just just two different insights on investing that firefighters can look at? Well, I, I think if you don't have great experience investing, mm-hmm. that some of the target date co- accounts for retirement are good accounts. Okay. Okay. So if you are going to retire in 2041, there might be a 2040 account that you can invest in, and it's man- it's it, it's somewhat managed money. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna target it. They're gonna have that target date. Okay. And that is if you don't have experience doing investing that's mm-hmm. a good starting point okay okay so that's kind of like put the money in there they handle is that kind of like deferred comp or is it different well from- that, that's an account within deferred comp okay and i don't have my list they have a they have a bunch of target date um accounts in there okay and you know the target dates if, if you're just coming on the if you're just getting going and coming on the job and your investment experience isn't great that's a good like i said that's a place to go because they're going to say okay we're going to manage this account for risk mm-hmm as we get closer to 2045 or 2040, we're going to start dialing risk out of that account. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's 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 an interesting mix. Um, if you're more experienced, you might not be happy with that. Okay. And so that's the other the other side of the coin. If you're more experienced, so that's speaking to buying stocks on your own and well, and it's inside deferred investing. comp. You have an option. I mean, they have I. I I'm going to pick a number and say they have about 25 or 26 different funds. Okay. So they have great, they have great um, diversification within there. Okay. Okay. Um, And so with that kind of diversification, you certainly can create almost any portfolio you want to. They also have an option to go to a Schwab account, which I I think the number is $50 a month, but Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure it might be less than that. Okay. And you can trade 
inside of a with Schwab. Anything that's traded on the on any of the exchanges, inside pretty of, much inside of deferred comp. Exactly you can do that as well. Oh, see, there's something new I learned I didn't know because I have a few investment accounts, but they're like separate. Um, what's the app? Robinhood app. Um, sure, I know. Buy, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. You can buy stuff. I have another investment account with my bank, kind of just. Say, ooh, a stock. Let me buy it. Why it's low? Because I think it's gonna go high. That's um, kind of you know what I do just to make a few extra bucks. And then off of Robinhood, I actually did do pretty well on there at one time. Um, I haven't been on there anymore now. But would you suggest or think that's something to kind of explore or look into, like for a beginner, just something basic, not too much money, not like you put in a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you want to separate these accounts into into long-term accounts okay and versus a trading account okay gotcha. you know trading is more short-term one to two you know one to two days one to two years it yes. just depends yes um and long-term is this this is money that's got that has to be there right right this is deferred comp that money's got to be there because you're going to retire on that okay so switch it up kind of that that can be the hobby Hobby money. <laughs> that can be your hobby money. Exactly. All right. So you answered that, that question, um, how I like, I mean, to my satisfaction. Now, let's talk about in Chicago, the tier one and tier two programs that we have um, in the state now. Okay. So it, the suburb, you know, the, the, the cutoff was 2011. Right. Right. So January 1st of 2011. And it, it did the tier two, you know, the benefit you're going to have to stay out on a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have my cheat sheet with me, so I don't want to get real too far into the weeds with this. But um, the is one of the biggest differences is the tier two. Um, if the firefighter when the firefighter retires, and I'm talking CF Chicago, right? yes, yes, the firefighter retires, um, and he passes away in re- he or she passes away in retirement. The widow gets a higher benefit. The widow gets sixty six percent, I believe, of oh. the um, pension. Tier one people, you're a firefighter, you're retired, you're making six thousand dollars a month. You pass away, your surviving spouse mm-hmm. um, gets a gets a fifty percent pension payment. Okay. So it goes to three thousand, and it has no cost of living adjustment. Okay. So it just that's where it is. That's where it's at. That's the number. Okay. Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, so that's the big difference, and I know that. Well, there's a lot of differences to it. That I just I don't have I, I have a sheet that wrote that compares. breaks down every yeah, difference. Yeah. Okay, I'll, in fact, I'll get that to you. Okay, that's fine, and okay. that's one of the things that we'll put up and we'll add to the episode at a later time. So tier one, tier two, those are a few other differences, and it's we're at a point now where everyone's trying to get to tier one, right? That's the way I understand it, yeah. Okay, because tier two is just kind of, it's there, they knocked them down, and everybody's trying to get up and get that extra benefit. Yeah. Now, other cities outside of Chicago and other states outside of Illinois, I'm from Ohio originally, and I remember when I was still there and I was a full-time employee, they would talk about the drop program. Now, okay. I, I wasn't getting there, but, you know, you still hear stuff, you still want to know about it, so that's... DROP stands for, what's that, Deferred Retirement Option Option Plan. plan. Yeah. The, um, can you tell me a little bit about that? I know it doesn't apply to us, but yeah, do you know about it? Yeah, it doesn't apply to you guys. And it, it, I'm not familiar with any DROPs in, in the, on the downstate, fire or police, okay. um, uh, which used to be Article 3 and Article 4. But, um, they, you know, now they've merged all that 
there's one big fire pension fund and one big uh, police pension fund from from a suburban standpoint. Correct. Right. right. So you guys. So there's really four f- four pension funds in the state of Illinois: Chicago Police, Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. and then the the other the merged, which would be downstate pension mm-hmm. for fire and downstate pension for police. Right. Um, I'm not familiar with any drops that are out there recent now, unless they, unless it's changed, which I don't think it has. But drop plans allow you to defer just exactly what it says. It, mm-hmm. it, it allows you to defer money. Um, you don't take any. You don't take any pension calcul. You you you'll stop your pension at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're not making any more contributions into the pension. And what they're doing is they're contributing into an account, a pre-tax account, that is like a deferred comp account. It's separate. Uh-huh. Um, and you can use that money when you retire as cash. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like they're getting basically three pensions. Their original pension, their drop pension, and if they um, opted to go into a deferred comp. Well, their deferred comp would be outside of that. I mean, it'd be like you're, like you're deferring money into deferred comp. Right. Right. So that money's going over to your 457 account. Okay. That's with Nationwide, right? Right. Um, the drop plan is when you get further down the road and you go, okay, um, I don't want to make any more contribute. Then there's a forward drop and a reverse drop, but the most common one is the forward drop. Um, I don't want to make any more contributions to my to my pension. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to continue to work. I want you to take the money that you're putting into the pension and put it into a separate account. Okay. Okay. And, and that's that's a forward drop. Um there's, I think Texas was big on drop plans. I, I, I don't know much about them because they don't really, yeah. you know, we don't deal with them. Right. Yeah. I, I was just asking, like did, I said, Did they I'm have curious. that in Cleveland? Yes. Did yes. they? Yes, they did. They did have that in Cleveland. Um, the suburb that I worked for, East Cleveland, had the exact same thing. And guys was happy as a clam. They thought that drop program was the, <laughs> was the best thing ever, the way I understood it at the time. Right. Right. Um, and it gave people just the opportunity to earn a little bit extra money. So, yeah. Now, another question I have, even though I have a ways to go for retirement, but I still like to know because I'm a planner. I hear a lot of retired guys say I make more money now that I'm retired than I made when I was working. How does that work? Well, that that's true. I mean, you know, that you'll hear people go, oh, I'm working for Eleven dollars an hour. Okay. Okay. And, and what they're what they're talking about is that has something to do with your increases in your con. If your contract, if you got increases coming in, you know, wage increases in the contract. Mm-hmm. But it also has to do with the fact that, uh, let's say they're maxed out, so they 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 they're at seventy five percent. Right. Okay. So staying an extra year or two years, they're not accumulating the the multiplier on their pension's not going up. Okay. They're already at seventy five. They're where they're at. Right, so yeah. it's not gonna, so it's not gonna go any higher. So that's, I think, where that mentality comes from. Is that I'm not in now. It, the the other thing is that that is a, that you got to factor into that is, with you guys, tier one, it's the last four years. They average your last four years. Mm-hmm. So and that's I, what they base your seventy five percent on. Yeah, they take it and they average it. Right. Okay. So right. if if your salary goes up, and let's say you stay two additional years then your average is based upon two years that are higher than if you'd retired. Okay. And it's, it's kind of hard to visualize that, but you're, you're pulling a higher number into your average because you're staying. Right. And if you got money in deferred comp, 
or you're deferring money into deferred comp, or you're putting money into a Roth IRA, or you're putting money someplace, those balances are going up as well. Okay. Because once you retire, you retire from this job and you don't pick up another job, mm-hmm. a W-2 job, I mean, if you're working for ca- I'm sure nobody in the department would ever work for cash. But right. I mean, what are you, you know, talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've heard about other people in other states that work for cash. They, yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. But okay. if you pick up, a, unless you have earned income, you can't defer money into a retirement plan. Right. Okay. So um, you are you're got that money growing that much longer. Okay. So you said they picked the last four years um, before. For what I remember, not not for here again, out of town, is that it was your top years, no matter. That's um, the way it is for the suburban fire. Okay, and suburban police, they take the multiplier comes off their last year. Okay, so right, they they took the top years, not the not just the last four, because like in the beginning, you could be making goo gobs of money, and then when you get towards the end, maybe not as much. So. Well, I tell you where that becomes interesting is, you know, and, and we tell our clients, and we do, when we use our software, it's set up for fire and police and people with pensions. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, we could, it, it's very robust. We could put, you know, we could use, we could use it to launch SpaceX. I mean, it's got that many <laughs> inputs on it. Okay. Okay. And, and so if, if you want to get way, way into the weeds, but the, the biggest picture part of it is that. If you if you use the higher number or you get a rank change mm-hmm. or you get a step raise, well, you're not going to get a step, no, step raise, raise, but you're going to get point. a contract raise. Let's yes. say you got a contract raise, yes. okay? Um, or you have um, you got a rank change, and it, you probably it, it, you got to look at it. I mean, it's a quality of life question, right? Right. But if you go from being, let's say, a firefighter to a lieutenant, mm-hmm. that's a big jump. Yes. Right? Yes. Especially if you're close to retirement with that much time on the job. Mm-hmm. So do you want to pull that, that lieutenant pay into the pension? Okay. And does it make sense to stay for four more years to pull that lieutenant or captain's pay into the pension? So, again, that's just your plan, what you want to do, quality of life, like you just said. Do you want to? If you have bad health. Yes. Or you have, you know, or, or you have, you, you, there's not longevity in your family. Right. I mean, those are those are quality of life issues, that, and and those become more important than the numbers mm-hmm. a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. See, that's the that's the part that I appreciate about having these conversations. And like I said, it's not cookie cutter for every person. It's different. People want to go different places. They have different goals and different different travel arrangements. But the fact that you guys that your company comes up with a plan for people for each individual is the part that i appreciate the most because well i i you know it's it's it what we think doesn't mean shit there you go okay it's what you what's important to you what's important to you right right? you know if it was up to me i would have you know stayed living on a farm and raising dogs i mean (laughs) here i am now so i mean will i go back i don't know right um, you know, it, it, it becomes what's important to you. What, what's the money is, it's not the vehicle that you ride in. The, the money is somewhat of a, it's not a means to an end. It's what it allows you to do what you want. And if you sit down and you go, this is what I want to do. Okay. And we plug it into the software and we create a Armageddon worst case scenario economy comes apart rate on return, you know, return rates are 2% and it still shows you got enough money. Then you should quit. Okay. Right. If you win, if you win the game, quit. If you win the game, quit. I'm, right. Because you're that. not going to. Here's here's the surprising thing, and, and this is a 
proven statistically, uh-huh. none of us get out of this alive. It, no. Yeah. Right? It's 100%. 100%. Yeah, right? Yep. So, I mean, if – and I run into that – we run into that with our firefighters. <laughs> you know, the, you don't take somebody who is a lifetime saver, mm-hmm. get them to retire, mm-hmm. and they become this spendthrift. They just don't do that. Yes. Right? And so – Part of the process is we encourage people. You know, we don't say, let's squirrel away a little bit of money for a trip every year. Okay. Right? You want to go back to the old sod in Ireland. You want to do a cruise. You want to do something. We could, Let's carve that money out of the plan every year based on and, and, and go, go spend it. Right. That's hard for people to do. Yes, because that's what, like I said, I'm a planner. And, and you – and. I remember when my mother was retiring and I said, number one thing you should do is find something to do because it's it all too often, even back there, and I, I feel health-wise we've gotten a lot better firefighters, but guys would, guys and girls, but people would retire and then die. Yeah. And they wouldn't have the opportunity because they were so used to their routine. They were so used to going to work. They were so used to doing what they were doing right. that once they didn't have that anymore, that just kind of the thrive to or the thrive just left. They just passed away a lot of times. Well, I think you have to have enough money to sleep at night and enough purpose to get up in the morning. Right. You, you know, and. I didn't make that up, by the way. I took that out of a book. I'm uh, with it. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. But um, I, I think that's true. I mean, you, you, you know, it, 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 I, I'll give you a real-life example. So um, my parents did not have a lot of money at all, and our family was, you know, we would have loved to have been middle class. But it, it – and so my mom was like this. My mom had her religion, and so she always wanted to go to the Vatican, go to the Vatican, go to the Vatican. She'd talk about that for years. Uh-huh. Okay? And then um, at Thanksgiving, um, she'd get up and announce to the family, yeah, we're going to go to the Vatican next year, and we're going to pay for it. And we'd be like, great. And we did, that would happen for a series of years. Uh-huh. Okay? You know, and then that, like 9-11 happened, and then my dad had cancer, and then there was a series of things that were setbacks, right? Okay. Um, and in, um, she, in 2009, right? 2009, um, in June, my mom died, and we went to her savings account, mm-hmm. and we took the money out. Mm-hmm. And what do you think we did with it? Hopefully, send her to the Vatican. We went to the Vatican, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, in you know those things, you don't want to, you know, again, it shouldn't be spent foolishly. But and and that's the thing that we run into with budgeting mm-hmm. as well. When you start to do a budget, you know, you always get these like. Well, it's restrictive. You know, you get like a scowl. Yeah. Well, if you build, if you build a, 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 a fun account into the budget, it's not restrictive. It's not restrictive, and you don't feel guilty about spending money on, you know, an adult toy. Okay. Not not that kind of toy. No, I, I saw that smile. I was, I'm I was talking about like a Harley or a motorhome or something like that. I was actually thinking of a flamethrower. <laughs> That was the first thing that popped into my head when you said an adult toy because I was just looking at flamethrowers the other day and I said, what could I do with this? Probably nothing, but I want it. So, 
Well, <laughs> I'm not sure how the screws are set in your head, Severin, but I, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm just sharing. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. You're on a mic here, brother. Oh, yeah. The people can know it's okay. I, okay. Nothing to hide with a flamethrower. If you want to buy me a gift, flamethrower, flamethrower. Might, might be a good idea i'm just saying and it, it, will amazon deliver that to your front door or how do they do that i'm gonna find that out <laughs> okay but i'm All just right. putting it out there into the universe i'm just saying flamethrower right. would be a great gift for me and, and after you get it if there's people following you around in a black suburban there's four people in it with with like sunglasses on should we be concerned um it depends on if i have to if i'm going to use the flamethrower or <laughs> okay. not Right. So, I just want to start campfires effectively. Um, well, okay, so let's use that. Let's take that to a different degree. Okay. Everybody has a, a different thing that they want to do. And, uh -huh. and we run into this sometimes, too. We'll get people that go, like, we'll get people that are five years away from retirement. Mm -hmm. And um, the spouse will go, well, I want the money in deferred comp to go to the grandkids. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the other spouse goes, I want to spend my last hour the day I take my last breath. Yeah, I think I'm that person. Right? And, <laughs> and so it's just the, it's the total opposite of the way, way they look at it. That's more of a challenge to yeah. deal with. Um, but as a rule, um, they, they find, you know, like I said, we have, we, we have a harder time getting people to encourage them to go spend the money because there's the, all these what ifs. And when we, and I'm talking about retirement. Right. You know, um, with the, with the younger fire fighters and paramedics, um, you know it, it's it, like I said the key to it the key to get started is is just get a get a written budget. Okay, step get a written one. budget. Right, that's step one, and, and that's that's exactly what I was looking for. So you kind of I was going to ask you a different question because I was going to I'm going to ask them together. Okay, where so we we and this again this is for. Um, Depends on the person, where they want to go or anything. But suggestion-wise, I know a lot of people, when they do retire, they tend to go to states that don't have a um, state income tax, like Florida. They, that's right. where most people go. It's warm in Florida. Um, I despise Florida. <laughs> not, okay. I just, Florida is not my not my place. So, Are you going to go back to balmy Cleveland? I am not. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be like the guy who said, who vacations in Cleveland? I don't know anybody that goes there to vacation. <laughs> oh, it made me so mad when he said that. But cause I'm like, I live here. Well, I lived there. at the. At, I was here in Chicago. But Cleveland is great. Home values are great. It's just that winter. That's the same thing with Chicago. If I could just get rid of this winter, it, it would be all good. Like, before COVID happened, we had all-star game here, and I feel the NBA all-star game here, and they did a fantastic job um, because Chicago has a lot of attractions, a lot of things going on. They had the right. draft, the NFL draft here. Right. It was cool. Chicago right. is a great city for that. If they could have summer all year round, I, I don't think it would be another city that could compete it's with. A, it's a great place, eight months eight months a year. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, the water, you can go out on the boat and have fun and do all that other kind of stuff. But it does get cold. We do get old. Our bones start to hurt, and I can't stay forever. So, right. <laughs> and then tax-wise, that's another thing. I feel like Chicago is really a young person um, type of city, just money-wise, spending cost of living-wise. Right. So, where is a place that you would suggest people go? Well, I, I mean, everyone's different. We know, but yeah, but <laughs> from a pure tax standpoint, I see a lot of people going to. T I see people going to Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Um, uh, you know they they have great they have interesting tax or they have 
their taxes are low down there. I, I don't think they have a state income tax. Mm-hmm. You know, in the sunshine states like a Texas or Florida, I mean, ir- irregardless, those those make sense. Uh, you know, we're not sure what's going to happen with taxing retirees right now. Right. You yeah. know, that, I, I mean, right now, you know, we pay tax on when we work, and then when we retire, we don't pay any state income tax. That, I, I think that's going to probably change. Okay. Um, I, I think we'll hear a, a bigger sucking sound in this state as people leave. I mean, it depends on what you read, but the lowest number I see is we lose 40,000 people a year Yeah. out of, out of, out of Illinois. I, yeah. See the and, and they're thing. going different places. I saw this a map, you know, you'd think they all go to the sunshine States or they go to Texas or Florida, or Arizona. A lot of them do, mm-hmm. but uh, some of them moved to Wisconsin. Now Wisconsin has a weird taxing system because they tax out of state pensions. Okay. So if your pension originates, originates inside the state of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, it's not taxed. If it originated outside of the state of Wisconsin, so it comes in from Chicago. From some Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Th- then they tax it. Okay. That's kind of like a home rule type of thing that, that encourage you to encourages a person to already be it. But if it's too late to go there, what are you going to do? So, Yeah. And, and you know, we the, the thing about this this financial planning process, it's, it's really life planning. Uh-huh. The finances is obviously a part of it, but it's a life planning process. But it is the small incremental things that make a big difference over time. Okay. Right? So that kind of speaks to the budgeting, the small the, the things. Small can, things. Can, you know, don't get don't, don't get whacked on an over uh, – don't be late on your credit card payment because right. that hurts your credit history. And what does that do? Well, down the road, if you go to buy a house or you go to borrow money and you have, and you have bad credit, then you're going to pay a higher rate. Right. And so that, that, that type of stuff, you know, Vince Lombardi said football's a game of inches, mm-hmm. okay? And I, I think that's true I, I, from, the, from a financial standpoint. It's, it's all these small things that add up. Yeah, all the small things add up. And, yeah. and so, you know, the tax issue, yes, that, that's, that's a pretty that's – a, that's a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's the differences between – no state income tax. Now, one of the things that, that we see with retirees that is important when you reach retirement or w- when you get ready to go off this job. Right. And most people go off in November. Yes. Okay. So is that if you have your separation pay, right, so you're getting ready to retire and you got a big check coming from the city because mm-hmm. they're going to, let's say you have furloughs uh, that they haven't bought and you've got, anyway, the city owes your money for a, a series Fair of Various services. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, then what happens is we encourage people to put that money into deferred comp. And even if you're going to spend it the next year, put it in deferred comp, leave it in there. So let's make it a number simple. Let's say the number is $35,000. Okay. And you're, you're going to be able to put a certain amount of that into deferred comp. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you, when you leave and, and let's say you're not up against deferred comps max. So you can put 19500 into deferred comp. Mm-hmm. You put that in, and then you take it out the next year. Next year. So okay. you put it in in November, and you take it out January 1st of the following year to take a trip. Okay. What you just did was you avoided paying state income tax on that income. 
no context. So those are those strategies that yeah, they're looking it, for. And, yeah. and people, I mean, you know, I'd love to say we, we were the ones that thought of that. I think somebody <laughs> else did it a long time before we were right. around. But, um, yeah. But if it if it's not broke, well, why fix it? So, yeah, yeah. use that. Um, so the other question, we kind of I started talking about that flamethrower. We were talking about adult toys. <laughs> I feel like I'm to the age I want a new fast car. Okay. What would you what should be in place before I buy this new fast car that I'm going to try and not get speeding tickets in? But I'm going to drive like I was 18. Well, <laughs> it, 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 what has to be in place is you need to feel comfortable with where, what you're at. Okay. Where you're at. Okay. If if you know, I, I would hope that you would have your 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 savings, your lawyer's guns and money account, mm-hmm. um, where you got enough money set aside in there. You should sit down and, and have a in you know doing what we do. Sometimes we have you know there'll be you'll go to other you can go to other people and they'll tell you what they what what they think you want to hear. Okay, right. Okay, unfortunately, when we plug money when we plug information into a into one of our financial plan into our financial planning software, mm-hmm. it's very stark what's in front of you. Okay. It's good news. Sometimes it's moderate news. Sometimes it's bad news. Okay, but um, you know if you say to me. You know, my, 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 my father died at age 51. My, uh, my mom died at age 63. I, there's not a long longevity in my family. I want to buy the fast car. Go buy the fast car. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean. You got to enjoy it while you're here. I mean, so. Yeah. 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 I mean, is it. But you can't say to me, I want to go buy the fast car. I have uh, $133 saved for my daughter's <laughs> education. And um, education is a real big priority for me, for us. Because right. I, I, I'm going to say it's really not. Yeah. Right? Not with 133 Yeah. Right. Overall that time. Exactly. Okay. Right. So another thing I see here, you have a bunch of papers. So what are the papers that we brought here? And let's talk about them. Well, that is just a flow chart. That talks about Social Security. Okay. See, there we go. That's okay. exactly what we want to get into. So that's a flow chart. It's a yes and no question. If You can follow that, right? You can go through there, and it, tell, it talks about whether you're going to be sub- subject to windfall elimination. Okay. And it talks about if you're going to um, have Social Security reduced. So what is windfall elimination? Well, that happened uh, when Dan Rostenkowski was in um, – office and what it said was if you were contributing to if you had a pension that you were I'm again oversimplifying this but if you have a pension that does uh, on your primary job that you do not contribute to social security okay okay now there are some fire and police departments that still it, contribute still do right? well more, yeah. mostly like the rural departments i mean like up in lake county and some of those some of them still contribute they're smaller right but they 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 they, they contribute and so that said, they have um, they may contribute. Now, you guys, is, is Chicago does not, right? Okay, and so let's say you worked a site like you in Cleveland. Did you contribute to Social Security? Um, no. Okay, I, I would probably guess not. So, what what the design of the law was to make sure that there wasn't a windfall. Social Security is a safety net to make sure that people don't live impoverished in retirement. Okay. Okay. And what happens with Social Security is if you have a side job, let's say you were working a side job, let's say somebody came on late and they had Social Security credits from before they came on this job and then they had Social Security and then they worked a side job where they made contributed to Social Security. Okay. The design of Social Security is to keep you from 
being the design of the Windfall Elimination Act was to keep you from collecting on both at the maximum amount. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. I understand. But there are people that also collect both. I have, I would guess, 20% of our firefighters will, will get their full Social Security benefit. Okay. And that's because they're working a side job. They're above in, in their, don't have time to get into this, but it, they, they, they're above the substantial learnings test over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're going to collect both Social Security and their pension. Okay. Okay. So this is all stuff that you provide at the at the new concept benefit group. So we do. How do we sign up? Um, how do we how do we speak to you? And how, well, not you specifically, but how do we get in with the company and start start our planning? What do we need to do to make that happen? Well, I mean, we have a website. Our website is uh, pretty interactive. When you go to it, you're going to see a, a, a fire and police sign and. Um, it's, you know, th- that's a starting point. There's a lot of, there's some, I write for a couple magazines. Some of my articles are on there. Okay. Uh, the guy that I practice with, Wayne, um, is a, uh, he teaches at the college level. He teaches tax and estate planning. Mm-hmm. And so he's written some uh, articles in there. And that, that gives you a feel for who we are. Okay. But, but the, the starting conversation is we tell people, if you want to talk, talk to us, don't bring any statements in. Okay. Don't bring it in because we're not going to have that conversation. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about why you want a flamethrower or, or <laughs> in a fast car, a flamethrower in a fast car. That's that's an interesting combination. Twenty twenty is like Mad Max, <laughs> and so I'm just preparing. And then I saw me, and they said it was set in what twenty twenty four. So I only got four years away. I got to get this flamethrower broken in and learn how to use it properly. I mean, I know how to drive fast, but <laughs> okay, well, I, I got to get this flamethrower going. What's, so. I, I have to ask, what's a flamethrower called? Um, the one I saw was seven hundred something dollars, so it wasn't that, it wasn't that. Super and is that expensive. like a is that like a butane lighter and a and a fan? I mean, for seven hundred, you you get one that really shoots a long ways for seven hundred. See bucks? that this is this is a new project, and if you know me, I go all in on projects. Apparently. So okay. this this is this is just starting out. I just saw this yesterday, and. It just so happened when you said adult toy, I thought about that flamethrower that I saw yesterday. So I'm sure there are others that cost upwards. They probably like $15,000 at some point. I can like have a jet pack on my back and a flamethrower at the same time. Maybe I can shoot it at the ground so tough that I fly away like the Rocketeer. I'm just saying I have all these ideas in my mind about this flamethrower and this fast car. And So if you come to us and say, this is what I want to do. Okay. We're going to help you try and make it happen. Nope. We, don't, we don't judge. We don't get the luxury of judging. That's what I'm – oh, man, that's what's up. <laughs> right? So your services, like how much do they cost? What would I need to do to – Put a financial plan together. You know, if you're a local two-member, firefighter, policeman in good standing, we sit down and we, we'll put that together. We won't charge for it. Okay. Um, you know, we we believe in help, not hype. And so we're going to, we're going to say we're going to say we're going to do a short and sweet one you know, it's not going to be the 81 page one, but it's going to be seven or eight pages that says this is where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And we do it while you're there. Okay. Not, not on the first, uh, you know, we need to know that we see that, that we're a good fit. I think what happens is it's, you know, we'll take anybody. We, we're, we're, we certainly don't turn people away, but I mean, it needs to be good. We need to have a good fit. Oh, we need to have it. Well, that's with anything. So I, yeah. under, I understand that. Um, another few questions. I, I Like I said, I'm a curious person. I can ask you questions forever, but I won't. Um, 
Some people have a, some people on this job, and not just here in Chicago, but anywhere around the country, have sudden influxes of money coming to them at, at different times. What would be, in your opinion, as a from a financial plan, and again, I know it's not cookie cutter, everybody can't yeah. do the same thing, but what would be a suggestion to do when you get just this big influx of funds suddenly i would say somewhat like the lottery certainly don't tell anybody there, there you go so right? we're not we're not yeah. telling anybody yeah let's not have a press conference and don't tell any of your relatives we're gonna show um, up with the screen mask on exactly. <laughs> um i you know the, the key to that is is that it it, it, it can be life-changing money if it's the number you're talking about yeah or if it's like an, an inheritance of um you know let's pick a number it's fifty thousand dollars yeah let's yep sounds good fifty thousand um, you know it, it, the, the key to it is make sure i keep going back to this make sure you got enough cash Cash set aside. Okay. If you got any outstanding debt, pay it off. Okay. Okay. So if you got a high interest rate credit card, dump that. Okay. Um, you know there'll be people that say, you know, pay off your mortgage. I, the way rates are right now, yes. When you get to retirement, is it better if you're in a debt-free home? You'll hear two schools of thought on that. You know, you'll go, you'll hear people go, well, that's money buried underground and I can't get to it. Mm -hmm. You also will hear people say that's the only tax deduction that I get on my, you know, I get to deduct the interest. Right. I mean, under the new tax laws, yeah, you do get to deduct the interest, but, you know, you got itemized to do that. So I I, I think I would pay my, I would pay down my mortgage depending on where I was. Uh if If I had a kid marching off to school. And that money might already be committed. Right. Know? Yeah, can help them out with that. And, and there's a great article that um, that I'm part of a Morning Star uh, uh, study, or part of a I'm, I, I get news, I get uh, Zoom meeting feeds from Morning Star, uh-huh. and they wrote a great white paper on paying for college. Okay. And it was it was it's a great piece. Um, that's something we have on our website, and it just talks about it, it, it talks about whether a parent should if a parent should pay for college or not. Okay, and it doesn't, and it gets into the, just the pure financial part of it, mm-hmm. and it's just an interesting piece. The essence of it is if you're if you're behind for retirement. And paying for college is going to be a real challenge mm-hmm. in that you can't borrow money to retire, mm-hmm. but your kids can borrow money to go to school. Right. That's what I would think. And, and yeah. you know, there's a, there's an overvalue of college right now. Mm-hmm. I think trade and technical school is a good fit for a lot of kids. Yes. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's – anyway, that, that's a great piece. That's on our website. And it, it, puts, it puts things in perspective. Okay. Let's t- you know what? Let's talk about the website. It's www.ncb.net. So it stands for the new kind of NCBG. NCBG, I'm sorry. I said yep. NCB. NCBG.net, new concept benefit group. Every word in there. .net. Yes. So you go there and you can see a lot of those articles and everything. Yeah. That's that sounds awesome. So another lastish kind of question. I Forgot, failed to mention that you have a podcast also with the same Fire and Iron Media. Yes. And that this is kind of a collaboratory effort between the two of us. I was speaking to you. Um, you speak to me. 
are there any questions that you want to ask for someone in my position um, about what I think financial wise, since you're the pro, like you say, do you think that flamethrower was a good idea? I'll give you the real answer. No. Okay. <laughs> is, is, is that going to be difficult when you come home with that in a box? Is that going to be a problem? Yes, that okay. would be a problem. So okay. no, that's not something that I'm going to buy. Okay. Yet. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yet. Right. But, but it is in the budget. It's, it's on the fun side. But are, are there any um, questions that you want to ask me as far as your um, podcast goes and speaking to um, financial issues? Well, I, I, I got a couple questions for you because I know there's a lot of people uh, pre-COVID, obviously, that were moving through the firehouses. Okay. Um, are you seeing that? Were you see? Let's let's just back up and say in 2019. Okay. Um, are, do you understand the difference between buying a product and having a strategy? You're talking about just in real estate and buying. Well, I mean, in the financial arena, you know, there'll be people that. You know, they're going into the firehouse. They have a size nine shoe. You're right. And they're going to take a, t- a ten and a half foot and jam it into that nine shoe. Okay. Right. It, it, is do you, do you understand the difference between a product and a strategy? I'm going to say no because I want all the information. So no, I don't understand. What what's the difference? Well, I, I just think that the the strategy is you, you know if you were going to build a house. Mm-hmm. Would you you buy a piece of, of ground, right? Mm-hmm. And then would you just drive to, would you go to Home Depot? Home Depot and just start buying wood. Buying stuff, <laughs> yeah. Let's buy wood and let's, you know what? I like, let's give me a, a give me um, a semi-load of that wood uh-huh. and give me 900 pieces of conduit. Uh-huh. And I want nine bathtubs and a crystal chandelier. Absolutely not. No, okay. I All would right. not. So what that. would you do first? Um, I would real estate wise buy the piece of property that I wanted to um buy on, and I would get plans. Exactly. I would I would have something drawn up. I would have everything that we would do in order. Maybe if I was getting a basement, I would get that dug. Um, I, it's funny that you mention it because I'm right. I'm really super into container homes. Uh huh. And. I would love to just get a piece of land and just throw some containers. Not throw them on there, but I want to have a plan to put them on there. Well, I've, so, seen, the, I've seen that show, the people that live in the containers. It's kind of cool. Yeah, the container. I want a container and I want a tiny house that I can, like, take places. So, now, I do want those. Those are real-life goals that I would that I do what's a, have. What's a tiny house cost? Um, it depends. Um, some of them are for around the fifty thousand mark. Some of them go up to one hundred fifty thousand. Uh, they, are they portable? The place. Some of them are. Some of them are. I want a portable one. I want um, one with the ability to take it places. Well, you sound like a motorhome person. Um, they have a product called Earth Roamer, and if I could get one of those, those are about four hundred thousand dollars because they're like really nice. But if I had my wish and I would get an earth roamer and just take it and drive it all over the country. They're a little nicer than RVs. So, so is that a, is that a retirement thing? Is that a pre? What, what? I would like to do it pre I would, um, on my vacations or furloughs, I would like to have the opportunity to just take it and drive it. Like I'd like to see Alaska. I'd like to just drive it there and, see what it looks like, look at some animals, hang out a little bit, and then, you know, make the trip, drive back. So I, I don't mind driving. I 
enjoy, especially if I can stop different places and it's not just go, go, go. Right. Um, I wouldn't mind. And then it gives you the opportunity to have a tighter bond with your family, kids, aunts, uncles, spouse, whoever you take with you. You know, you guys. Can, That's a good point. Yeah. That's go a good point. And, and, and so, you know, it, there's a, when you get to this point, you need to go make memories, right? It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so motorhomes are great for that. Mm-hmm. I, I just finished a trip and in, in, uh, went back to Iowa and went with three, two of my buddies in in this guy's motorhome. And this is this is like a Rolling Stones motorhome. I mean, it's nice, decked right? out. It's decked out. Yeah. It's nice and it's got the two slide outs. And so it's like being in a when it, when it's parked, it's like being in a hotel room with a kitchen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I I had done that trip before, but you really get a good opportunity to bond. With the people that are in the home. This guy does it with his kids. He's got three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time they went to, the first year he had the motorhome, they went to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And the kids got in such a big fight, he turned around and I think they were in Minnesota, turned around in Minnesota and drove back home. Oh, <laughs> that was and a real fight. And the, the proverbial come to Jesus talk with the kids. That's about said, seven, eight hours away. <laughs> He's like, if we, we're, we're, we're going to do another trip, but we're not going to fight like this ever again. Yeah. So anyway, but it has been a good, he's had it for a long time and it's, it's, it's a great, it was a, it, you know, he's, we were talking about that uh, two weeks ago. He's like, yeah, he goes, our kids still talk about that. They still remember that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, if if that's the goal, then you got. So how do we do this? How do we get you to where? Right. Okay. Buying the product and buying the product. So how yeah. do we do it? Well, you got to have a strategy. Strategy. There we go. Right. So how do we break that down? How do we monitor it? It has to be real. Mm-hmm. Right. So so if you said, you know, I want to I want to travel in a private jet and go to the Super Bowl every year, I, I, I we'd have to have that talk that says, well, the numbers that we have says you can't do that. I should have been earning a. a bit more maybe maybe one day but right it right. has to be real right it has to be real so i mean if you so if we say you said i want to buy a motorhome you know i want to buy this thing in nine years we can break that down okay so goals goals yep. yeah that's that's what i'm that's what i'm looking forward to okay yeah. so you asked me did i know the difference between the two i said no just for the sake of the conversation and now i have a better understanding, a better understanding. of i'm not going to try and fit my size 10 and a half shoe into this to this nine that I bought just to have my toes crunched up and be yeah, mad. Yeah, and, and know what you own and why you own it. Okay. I mean, I'm not talking about doing a super deep dive, you know, where you're going to uh, you're gonna look for a Nobel Prize in economics. I'm, I'm just talking about <laughs> know why you have what you have. Not, I, I like that. Know why you have what you have yeah. and why you want what you want. When, when, that's that's up to you. That flamethrower thing. Is, oh, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm glad to know that you know I want this flamethrower just for <laughs> – fun i mean i just want to see if i can light someone's cigar for them from a covid distance away how about that i okay that's that a good, good enough, enough. that'd yeah. be good enough plan yeah i mean i'm a fireman i gotta like fire right well so. that 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 has kind of a back traffic uh, <laughs> spin to it but that's up to you okay i appreciate it um any other questions that you may have for someone in my position or any other anything else um no, I mean, no. you know, we're, we're we're in a closed down mode right now. And, yes, and, and you know, we're we're doing we're doing, um, uh, you know, we can do virtual meetings and we can do Zoom and and, and that. But it and, and and that's a certainly a starting point with us. Okay, right. But it, it's 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 you and I getting belly to belly across the table and getting all the stakeholders 
in in, in the room mm-hmm. and 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 talking about what you want to do. What you know, that's that's the life planning part of it. Okay. Well I appreciate um you coming. I appreciate like I said it was hard trying to wrangle you. You was uh, out hunting and having a outstanding well, my, time. my life's not that interesting, but it, it that's the one thing that I do do. <laughs> hey, that's the, interesting enough. People like you said it's 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 the plan. It's, it's building those memories. So yeah. that's that's awesome. Thank you so, so much for coming. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you sitting down and talking with me and having that conversation. We'd love, love, love to have you back. And uh, on, when we do ours, we'll have that. Con- I'll have questions for you when we put ours together. Okay, I'm okay? with you. So one more time, Douglas Aller, um, www.ncbg.net, New Concept Benefit Group. You can reach out to them and see if you can get a financial plan put together for yourself. Thank you for coming in. You have a great great rest of the day. Thank you. All right. How was that? Excellent. Okay. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. You have something to say, people want to listen. How was that, Daddy?